Welcome to the Family Plus Technology Podcast. My name is Aidy and today Ava is going to be talking to Addison about how family mixes with technology, both the good and the bad. We're recording at St Aloysius College on Wakefield Street. It is now 9.59am. Have you ever been caught up in chainmail, experienced the annoyance of time zone differences or ever thought about what on earth will happen to technology in the future and whether it will bring your family closer together or push it further apart? I certainly hope that my grandkids are as helpful to me as I am to my grandparents now when they don't understand technology. If there was one instance that sums up your parents' relationship with technology, what would it be? Not very good. Both my parents are awful at texting. Um, This is most likely due to the fact that um, they have the inability to type with more than one finger. So I'll sit there on the couch with them and watch them type with their index finger and they'll be typing a whole paragraph out to someone and it just takes forever. Mm. Could you tell me a story about the most memorable time that you'd had to help your grandparents or parents fix regarding technology? Um, I was in the car coming back from somewhere and I was having to help them sort out their control center so if you know if you have an iphone i think it applies to every phone but i only know iphones when you swipe up or down you have the control center pop up so you can control things from there they didn't know that existed (laughs) so they would always um put battery saver on or change just their brightness from like the settings app so they'd have to go and open it and do everything manually and it would take much longer than needed so I had to sit down and show them how to use the control centre and they thought it was like a miracle on earth. What is the one thing you hate most about chain mail? Oh they're so annoying you know every time you get one you don't get them really anymore because we're in high school and we know that they're not real but when you're in primary school and you get your first phone when you get a massive email or a text from someone talking about oh if you don't send this to 15 other people including me then we're not friends and you get bad luck you feel very like um pressured to do it because you want to have good luck and you want to be a good friend so they're always kind of guilt tripping you in a way into thinking that you know we're not good friends if you don't send it back and they're just very impulse driven do you have a most memorable experience you've had with chain mail not particularly but I know my best friend has a younger cousin who is nine at the moment and she's having her first iphone and my poor friend every other day gets a massive text message from her a chain email um, talking about getting bad luck or in one year from now you'll turn ugly, which is really bizarre to me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she gets these massive chain emails and she has to not respond because you can't really do much in that situation. Yeah. Uh, could you tell me one thing you think is most difficult, being part of a family overseas? Um, most certainly time zones, but I think that applies to online friends as well. So, you know, if you have family overseas, you have to try and take into account if they'll be, if they'll be awake or not. This is mainly because you don't want to buzz them and they're like just waking up because I hate it when I'm just waking up and someone calls me because then I have to like wake up fully to have a proper conversation. Could you walk me through one online family catch up that didn't go as planned? I think it's usually around Christmas time because I have family in Marseille so that's a part of France and you know it's very difficult time zone wise like we visited them before but it's hard to like try and work out when to call them because we're either opening presents and they're going to sleep or they're opening presents and we're going to sleep (laughs) so it's not really constructive and it's just really frustrating when you want to try and talk to everyone but there's not only the time zones but also language barriers. Mm. Tell me about your earliest memory of technology. 
My family is very um, technology-driven. I think most families are now. Parents have the issue with their kids being on their phones too often, which I think is kind of true, but I don't really care. Um, so my earliest memory would most certainly have to be watching Pocky-O or, like, kids' shows on my dad's phone. You know, I was definitely an iPad kid growing up. It was a way to keep me quiet at restaurants, um, but I was self-aware and didn't make it too loud. Um, but, yeah, most certainly watching things or... Um, listening to music on the way to school. I'd get to play music through the Bluetooth in my dad's car, which was always good fun. Mm-hmm. What do you think technology will look like 25 years from now? Well, we're already going pretty good at the moment. Like we have virtual reality, which is very impressive. I think if you showed someone from the 80s virtual reality, they would be mind blown. You know, we used to have 3D movies with those weird glasses you get at the cinemas. It's a shame they don't do that anymore. But in the future, I think it's going to get way more intense. Like they're already working on things for VR where you can like run. You have like a little pattern you can run. So you run in the game or like vests so you can feel when something touches you, which I'm not a fan of, by the way. I don't want to feel things that aren't there feeling me. Um, You know, um, we might get some hoverboards going on, which will be crazy. You know, we see how people work with those electric scooters around the city. And I think they'd probably have the same premise, like free to use, pay, go flying. But it's not going to go well and you know we are very robot driven already as well so we've got places such as Japan with those completely no human contact kind of hotels and they're all run by robots so I think we're just gonna have a lot of robots everywhere. Do you think that it'll bring families closer together or push them further apart? I think it's going to do like a mix of both, to be honest. Um, It'll bring people from around the world like your families closer together so you might be able to do like a full room like FaceTime, if that makes sense, like you're like in the room with them, kind of like VR. But it will also push like the families that you live with further apart because you might be doing one thing and they're doing another, and it's going to be hard to keep in contact with those that are actually with you. This podcast was produced by Aidy, Ava, and Addison for St. Aloysius College in partnership with ArchD Radio and Podcasting. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're subscribed to this channel to hear heaps of other school life stories. Bye. Thank you.